Migrants in Ireland. My name is uh, Nisreen Youssef. Um, I came from Syria, Damascus. I came in um, August 2014. And I came to Europe. First, I uh, spent a few time in Liverpool. Then I came back to Ireland. And uh, the main motivation which has led me to come to, uh, to leave my country is my son. As a mother, I have responsibility to protect him and give him good future, good memories. That's why I left my country. And, yeah. um, it's a difficult decision, I'm sure. Yeah. And if I don't have him, I'll be voluntary there helping, which is, I was do that with the Jesuit centers. We were doing food bank and um, all medical support for, for the people. And I was really enjoying that. This is the right place I want to be if I'm in Syria now. And okay. um, I came to Ireland... I spent a few time in Dublin, then I've been transferred to Clonakilty, to the provision center. And um, I was lucky, I spent only four months in the center, then I um, set free. I get yeah. my identity, which is hard for me even to uh, accept that I was a normal person, then I become a refugee for this stupid reason of the crisis. Then... I'm now going back to normal life. Um, and it's difficult to get used to that idea of being here. Yeah, it is actually. But um, people always should survive. I learned uh, that, but it was hard to learn. And um, in, the, in the center, I was very busy. I was studying. I, I finished one English class, level four. And the other year, I went for uh, computer class level four. Okay. I was uh, civil employed in my country for 15 years. I um, studied um, geography, then I had a teaching diploma. But um, the thing happened in Ireland that I want to go to something I really like, which is cooking. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we went from... To something very different now. Yeah. And um, last summer I was in the market, in Clonakilty market, the local market, and I really enjoy this experience. And I want to go back, but it was a little bit tough because I don't have car that time, and I was alone. Mm -hmm. um, I was preparing food like for let's say fifty-five people every okay. week, and uh, I do several plated plates like celery, uh, gluten-free sweeties, and uh, starties. And uh, it was it was fine. But and where did you do that? In uh, the market. In the market. Oh, you cooked there? Yeah. I had this experience for three months. Okay. Then I should give up because it was very tough without having car. And um, after that, uh, the market was a good motivation to start another thing. Then um, I decided I have to start my own business. Then I was going during the year to this uh, in, uh, computer class and other English class too. And um, one day in the <laughs> in the class, my teacher, we were uh, working in a, about small movie about everybody ch um, chose the things to to make small movie. Then I picked some pictures about my country. Okay. And 
I include lots of uh, photos about the harvest and um, the food. And when my friends saw the picture, they were so happy. <laughs> and uh, they asked me to do like small branch. And uh, yeah, we, we had food together and they like it. And mm -hmm. um, my teacher, um, Pat, uh, she said, uh, I'll, I'll ask you, if, I'll ask if, they, uh, if you can have you as a project because you have an idea to do this food business. So Westcock Development Department, they will support me. Okay. And I was really happy. Like I can, I can get all the um, support now for my business. And, uh, but now I went to another thing that I have a few hours to be like a volunteer um, as a resident in Ireland, as a new resident in Ireland. And I'll do that, and I have lots of idea, but mm -hmm. I don't know exactly w where to put and match my ideas with this voluntary job. But, but I, I will try. Like, I had a very nice idea before. I, I did it in Liverpool when, when I was in Britain. We had kind of um, art cafe. The people there, refugee, like me, and we are different nationalities. And we were doing, like once a month, we opened the monastery, which is Camel House in Liverpool. And people come and have uh, food. And every month we have different decoration, different music. It depends who's the chef. Yeah. So the first time I start with Syrian food and it was amazing. The people yeah. like it so much. And it's uh, it was a way to make some money for the place because we have to, what you, we have to uh, find funding for the people there because there is no income for the monastery. Anyway, I enjoy this uh, experience too much and um, very soon I'll have meeting with um, with the department of uh, I mean development of uh, West Cork. So they will tell me where is the place I should be, but I I'll try everywhere to do this art cafe which yeah. is like I feel my the food is my desire, my passion. Yeah. Is food just just a question on the side in Syria very, very big? Do people really put a lot of time and effort into cooking and yeah. <laughs> you know, in Syria most of the time go for cleaning, cleaning, then cooking. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we like we like everything to be clean. We wash everything almost, you know. So yeah, I think mothers Especially in the old days, they spent long time mm. preparing. So the kids, when they come back, they find ready really dinner, lovely food, lovely yeah. food, very clean house, warm place, and um, this is the mother they caring too much actually. But now the new generation, because um, women so busy, they go to work, they don't have too much time. So either they prepare the big meal like weekend, and during the meal. Either they go to mommy's house, or maybe <laughs> yeah. they they'll be fine with quick things. Okay. Yeah, okay. and um, in Syria we work from nine to three o'clock, so that's fine. So you can get your dinner maybe five o'clock. Okay, ready. Yeah, you still have a good bit yeah. of time in yes. the afternoon. Yeah. So that's the difference. But I I found like uh, through my experience, which is start um, this year, um, I went with a few friends. We had like Syrian evening in lab. With all my love to Jean and Maureen, they're my best friend now. We had this evening, so 20 people, most of them, they've been 
they lived in Syria for a while and uh, we shared a short movie the one I did in this course and uh, I saw them I showed them some pictures some art dancing things about my country then we shared a feast together and they were so happy with the mm. food and I was really happy to meet more good Irish people and um, after that I start to get small orders which is very good just to spread the word you know and the people were so happy with the food uh, it's kind of healthy uh, food full of goodness um, and tasty high, and tasty <laughs> and like high level of things so my food is very far from fried food or quick food so everything prepared in a slow time and um, like we use lots of olive oil nuts and vegetables yeah and um, in my garden i have lots of herbs which is uh, very syrian and um, recently i get lots of seeds from syria which is i love to ground them in irish land but you organized a really nice evening here in clonakilty as well didn't you yeah yeah mm. uh, we had lovely culture night in 15th of august 2016 and I I get more than 130 people and I was really happy to see the crowd um, I expect like a hundred but they come more which is good mm-hmm. I have a few people they came my friends um, and a few friends from Cork like we have this team me and my friend the Syrian in Cork in Clonakilty and um, there is a nice lady my friend Maureen she um, support us also financially and we get f- like small funding from all together and we did uh, the food for, for the people and I was lucky my, my brother um, he's a priest in Venezuela he came to visit us for a month and he was uh, doing all this live music in the night which is brilliant, I really enjoy it mm-hmm. and um, he composed a piece of music as well especially yeah. didn't he, yeah and uh, I have a few friends, they are Irish, um, Sam and Peter and uh, Louise. And uh, <laughs> I was really enjoying this time, practicing together the songs. And um, Louise did one Arabic music, uh, one Arabic songs, which is so nice. And um, yeah, we enjoyed that, this experience together. And uh, next Saturday, I have dinner in my house for all the Syrian night team which is really, I'm, I'm grateful for them to help me. Um, Sean, he did the filming for the night, and uh, Moz and Dan, they're from Clonakilty Line Radio, they helped me a lot to introduce the night, to spread the word, and they were there to, to help me with the sound and things. So they deserve some treats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll have some food together again, and we'll spend like, a nice evening together. And, um, yeah, the night nice, because um, I felt like there is so bad stereotype about the Syrian they came to to Europe. And um, I was involved in two solidarity in Iklonikilti. And I felt like the people really love to help, which is really very important as a human together. And um, there is a few things happened in Iklon to dinner. They've been, uh, they happened already and um, they were aiming to fund money for the people in Greek, in Greece. And um, 
I was thinking that, uh, you know, since this crisis, everything belongs to Syria. It's matching, begging money and raising money and sending money and tears and yeah. sad story, which is I don't like. Like, people can be sad for a while, but later you have to put a point and end that. And that's exactly what happened to me. Like, I stopped to follow the news and... I want to focus in my life in here and I want to give Ireland a chance to be my new place, even temporary. Yeah. Because for me, it's very hard to accept that I will be away from my country. Like the, the war, it's the reason which make me to leave, which is I don't want to leave mm. unless I have, I have my son. Then I come to Ireland and it takes me a while to accept that I should be here. I am not in, in Syria. Like I had this time my soul, my heart there. And physically I'm here, but I'm not here. I swear, like I had this time, I was in the classes. The people talking about Excel and PowerPoint. And I just there thinking about my family. What's happening? Of there course. is bombing. There is, there is. And uh, it was very sad. It take me while to just accept the idea that I'm here, I should be here. It so was a bit difficult, your mother came over but she couldn't stay, that's it isn't it, she went back to Syria. Yeah, mm -hmm. she stayed like three months and I did my best to tell her that it's a good safe place to stay but I think for all people it's very challenge, it's big challenge, they can't accept it they should start another life, which is understandable 100%. Like if I'm asking any Irish women now to go to France, which is they talk French, she never accepts to go. No. And same thing happened to my mom. She couldn't stay, she couldn't uh, be patient for this paper job too, which is take long time and she was in big pain, so... She's back to Syria and she gets her medication straight away. She's happy enough and I wish her to be safe. That's all I can say. Syrians here, if people meet Syrians, that's what's happening. They all have family either in Syria or somewhere else in the world, like your brother, the priest who is in, in Venezuela. Mm. Uh, everyone is spread all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, like um, we are as a family. Thank God we, don't, we, we, didn't, we didn't lost anybody. But the thing that we pay the bill of this crisis, that all my family is scattered everywhere. Like I have a brother in Norway now. I have a brother in Jordan, my sister in Liverpool, my brother in Venezuela, and I'm, I'm staying now with my sister here in Clonakilty, and uh, I have still my sister, my brother in Damascus. Okay. And I've been applied for them as a family reunification, but um, I get a negative uh, answer that 
they don't want to break the family unit so they should be in Syria and now I'm trying to get my brother from Norway which is I feel myself like always I have this paper job all the time I have to do things and that and that just to because as a family after all this crisis we have a dream just to gather one time again of course you know and I'll do my best to do that and I've been talking to many radio many newspaper and I'll I'll keep going you know I'll never give up I'll always try my best you know because um, I believe that Syrian people they should be away from Syria for a while mm-hmm. just to let this uh, war pass and whenever this war will be end everybody will be back you know be all, because we are sick of homesick you know we are sick. Uh, um, my sister, she was in Germany for a few days. She went for hiking. It's about 150 people, Syrian. They've been in Berlin. You know, like, I was crying happy when I saw these pictures. They were singing all the time. They're so, like, alive people. Even they are so depressed. I heard very bad stories. Like, they had the drugs in the morning. They have all... Too much depression because, like, German is very hard language. We are not very used to, like, English is fine. But for the Syrian, language was big a challenge, like Sweden, Swedish, um, Norwegian. Of course. Uh, all this language is not normal. It, it's not like, what do you call it? Like, uh, and you're all very well, uh, highly educated people. Uh, with who had great jobs and suddenly everything goes and you're then the refugee and that is definitely that must be difficult to be yeah and you know like um, it's another bad stereotype that uh, the foreigner or maybe the Syrian now I don't know for a reason even the world uh, I think many experience happened that many people being transferred from their country to another country but I don't know why I feel the Syrian crisis now very big, even for the earth. Nobody can solve it, but I know the reason why. Because there's many benefits for many people to be in this crisis. But be only the Syrian, the normal people in the street, they pay the bill for that. But anyway, I was talking about um, this stereotype that uh, the Syrian want to go to Europe for the social benefit and things like that. But um, I'm not with this theory at all. Like my sister came three months ago and thank God she gets one day in UCC University. I was really happy for her, you know, because it's not nice to be, you know, lazy, Mm -hmm. which is not us exactly. Like um, in the state in here, I have my friend, she do chocolate like small chocolate factory and the other neighbor he brewing beer and I'm I'm doing my business my food business and I feel like the area full of activity full of uh, like positive power you know we met and we have lots of news to tell what happened where you sell what happened with your okay. order and I feel if I'm not busy I'll be in a very bad black thought which is not me I have my enough with sadness, with the news from Syria. But now it's the time to prove myself. And I have this message, like we were talking, me and my friend, we have kind of a group on on WhatsApp. 
we say let's be like everyone should be like a flower in his country and people should smell this flower which is nice and will be like bees growing producing things uh, just sp- give this nice spirit everywhere and i hear like very positive impression about this night it's very nice atmosphere and somebody asked me why you don't <laughs> why you have you don't have pocket and do some money for that i said we don't need any money we just want to say to the world this is my country simply nice generous hospitality we love people we appreciate the nice thing happened around and we love the world we don't mind anybody we like to share our food our life our nice heritage with them i saw two movie about um, the human work in syria as a jesuit people they they do food bank they do um, health care and uh, they accommodate people they do whatever uh, like they have special program for education and just um, you know to fill the gap because there is too many kids they missed school for a long time so they should support them now and uh, I show another movie about um, the famine in in Ireland in West Cork and how the Turkish Atmani people that's in helped. the 50s mm-hmm. helped them and that's proof still the certificate for um, uh, the Irish government they thank the uh, Atmani king for his um, good job you know and uh, it was nice and the people were really surprised because not too many people knew about this story and they were so happy but my aim from the movie just to say that human should be for each other like i feel the humanity it's like one body whenever any part of this body in pain the other body should support yeah. and that's my feeling and um, i don't know like i'll i'll do my best yeah So your plan is to to create your food business here. It's like a catering business, right? Of Syrian food, yes. And uh, can people contact you somehow? Is there a number yeah. they can? Ring? <laughs> yeah. I'll put it on Facebook as yes. well. But just uh, yeah. If you, yeah, yeah. I I have all my uh, contact and my email, my email, my phone number in my Facebook page, which is really nice. Like I met lovely people on this page, which is for business exactly and. Mm. Um, one of my last decision that i i, I love to uh, to establish irish syrian foundation yeah i i was planning to do that uh, because it's very important to know each other when i'm walking in the street i saw another nationalities i said oh my god what they walk what they do how they eat what they dress yeah, how they yeah, think yeah. so this is a question normal question so i love the people to know about my culture my country which is very dear for me which is my homeland um i miss everything there but i need them to know how much beautiful this land and in the facebook there is many many pictures about damascus about the other city mm. sometime i um, post some food some recipes and um, i had very successful uh, cookery session two weeks ago and it will be like series they will come every month and um, okay last time we were talking about what we did in Syria in September which is wine 
wine and um, kind of ozo, but we call it arak in Syria. And we do, like in Ireland this year, I had many pickles. I did my homemade vinegar, apple vinegar, grape vinegar, and too many liquors ready for Christmas. That's great. We talk about this, and after my, um, we had a small tour in the garden just to introduce all these Syrian herbs. I use for my food and after the people get feast and uh, we have lovely meal together and okay. uh, we end with Syrian coffee. To end, so if hopefully everything solves itself in, in Syria, if things come back in order, what would you do? You would go back. I'll be back. <laughs> you go back home. Yeah. Like, yeah, we miss, we miss the, there and um, always my son keeping asking me, you know, like never pass any week without looking for images for the family gathering for the where we were going in Syria and whenever we have Syrian friend in the house we keep talking about memories things friends cafes restaurant everything so, yeah I, I love to be back I don't know when and how but uh, my son even he missed the land and I feel it's it's part of my mission with him or my job with him as a mother to tell him always that we have to go back this is my our yeah. homeland and when you ask him where are you from he said from Syria that's lovely how old is your son? nine he's nine mm. okay mm. yeah it's fantastic and, and to know for him it's important that he knows one day I'll go to my homeland <laughs> <laughs>